be. Quick trigger warning for the following presentation. It involves sexual assault, um, abuse of many forms, uh, sexually explicit activity, and a lot of shitty people. So if you don't want to listen or you're uncomfortable with that, now is your chance to run. Are you ready? Yeah. <gasps> no! <Okay. laughs> you're just... <laughs> Okay, we still recording? Cool. Are we there? Are we there? <gasps> ah! Hey besties, this is Maddie. I'm Haley. And this is Drinking of You. On this podcast, one of us is going to make a cocktail and the other is going to be presenting a story and we'll be drinking along the way. So if you want to drink with us, remember to drink responsibly. Yay! Me! <laughs> I was already getting fucked up. <laughs> we do not know what we're doing. Hey, it's it's we're scary! Sober. It's because we're sober. Yeah. And we can, we're being recorded and there's a mirror behind the yeah, camera. So we, so we it's and it's, like, uh, it's too many things. Is, yeah. And there's a little mirror leaning on a pile <laughs> of laundry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird. It's like like, <laughs> and it's very bright and very hot. Yeah, <laughs> it's, the sleeves are going to be rolled up soon. Yeah. The titties are coming out. But, shit, this is our first, like, official episode. Yay, good job. A live studio audience. Yeah. Graham. Graham. She's watching us, but also not watching us. She's listening. Yeah. Fan. Yeah, she's just, she's our emotional podcast emotional support. Watch, she gets up and leaves. She's like, fuck you guys. Gretel pissed on the floor before the show. Gretel was like, oh, God, Maddie's here. Just pissed all over the place. Oh, God. as soon as I was sitting in here and I was like, oh, God. And I left and I left and immediately stepped in the piss puddle. Jesus. Yeah, that's what that's what she does when I have people over. She's like, fuck you. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Because we have work to do. Yeah. Serious. This isn't about you. Yeah. We're. Equally as excited and nervous for this right now. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, I'm really excited because I've been wondering what the fuck Haley's topic is. And I've been excited to show you. I'm super fucking nervous because upon further thought, which I hadn't given it much thought, I should have not done this for the first actual episode. Because this is like people's introduction to what. Who you are, like. Oh, that doesn't make me feel any better. (laughs) Oh, no. I was going to say us. I was yeah, gonna say, uh, yeah, it's true. It's gonna be good. Well, yeah. It's oh, fine. Shit. At least we're being real. Yeah. You, you know, we gotta just like. We're being so we real. Like, this, this is, is a little too. I'm getting more and more nervous. <laughs> well, should we ease that nerve? Yes. Like yes. This is our. I got these both in Vegas. Oh. Yeah, Chrissy wow. and I have matching little things. It's the little toys. Yeah. Um, and this one is a little showgirl. Oh my gosh, we need to go to Vegas. Uh, Holy okay. fuck. Okay, so we decided, Haley, it was Haley's idea, because like, I feel like, I don't know, picklebacks are kind of... Uh. I feel like everyone that we make do picklebacks or just like, like sure, okay. whatever. Like, we're like, ah! Oh. <laughs> we go anywhere, we're like, pickleback? Yeah. Uh, pre-game for the pre-game with pickleback. So, yeah, we're going to start every little episode with pickleback. And if you don't know what a pickleback is, it's whiskey you chase with pickle juice. Yeah.
I fucking love pickle juice. I have to get more pickles. Me too. I, think I'm like almost out. Yeah. I don't even know if I have pickle juice. I have pickles, not pickle juice. I punt further. The yeah. They're getting dusty. Like they're chips now. Which was movies. Yes. So excited to see what she has in store for that. Um, I was in charge of the cocktails. Here they are. I'll explain the glass. I picked the glass yeah, out. Yeah, because these are fucking cute. Yeah. Um, also, in regards to the glass, I like made it at home in a way bigger glass. So, like the portions. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> I really just wanted you. I, I wanted to use the glass for my presentation. And then we'll. I also just think these are very on brand. Yeah. So. Yeah, two happy International Women's Day. Oh, also, if you're sorry. not, if you're not like watching this, it's yeah. like a female figure. Big Glass. Booty. Yeah. A little naked lady. Yeah. I love it. We'll post a picture. Yeah. Yeah. So, Maddie, um, what did you make? I don't know. I'll tell you. Um. So I made a little lavender lemonade moment with gin. Um, so I used some gin, some limoncello, and I used uh, this lavender syrup and some mint in there. Shook it up a little bit, and then I topped it off with this like park sparkling. Wow, I can't fucking talk. Um, this sparkling pink lemonade. Oh salad. shit! A little crisp. We love a we love a crisp. Also, if you're drinking with us mm. drink responsibly and don't, don't be a dick and also if you're not drinking like, stay milk. hydrated and keep in mind that like we do drink a lot so like we do have a high tolerance so if yeah. you're like going back like two or three drinks in the episode like don't be surprised if it i feel like it's gonna be more than that <laughs> way more than that like, so many breaks to, like, yeah it's so, like fucking pissed would you like to try the drink i would Okay, I also should have brought straws, but it's fine. I think I have straws, if you are so inclined. Yeah, straws are good. Oh, that's good. Do you like it? Yeah. Oh, that's, I'm sorry, that was an awful noise to make on the microphone. It's, this batch is pretty strong on the liquor. I feel like once you get to the deep purple in the bottom, it's going to be... Yeah, my struggle with this. We're gonna be throwing this, it, throwing it back. Yeah, my struggle with this was like the I got like the I forgot what the brand's called, but it's like they use it for like coffee too. Oh, that is it with a t yeah. tea? Yeah, and I feel like it's just like not flavorful enough because I like. Can I squirt this in? Yeah. Oh, this is so like pro. God damn. Where are the straws? Are they grabbing? It's in the. Oh god, I have to burp. Let it out. <laughs> it's in the, the in the corner drawer like to the left of the sink okay. they're like metal and it's on the right side I think good luck I don't know what to do with myself Maddie's gone and I'm alone oh I just <laughs> sang a little song yeah there you said the one. I think you, yeah, you, this goes in your mouth. A little mixy. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, these are really tiny glasses. Yeah, they... Ooh, Ooh Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, that God. is just gin. Oh, it's all on the bottom, dude. And I shook it in the thing before I poured it. Maybe the syrup it, always just sinks. Yeah. We'll have to tweak this recipe a bit before we publish it, but... The idea is there. Yeah, it's yeah. a really... it's The presentation... Pretty. 10 out of 10. Oh, let's rate it. It tastes like a vodka lemonade. And I'm yeah. It. I'll rate it for you. Presentation. 10 out of 10. Mm. <laughs> beautiful color. Beautiful garnish. Yeah. Um, Maybe... It is like syrupy at the bottom. Yeah. I don't know why it's settled like that. No. There's got to be some scientific ex explanation that we will... When we fill these up... Just try to like tweak it with me. Okay. See. It needs to be like sharper. Yeah. yeah. I do have elderflower liqueur that we can use, and that shit. Oh, that's my favorite shit ever. And should that's we, the gin. Yeah. Yeah. That's see, this is we're real. Sometimes we're real. The, the whole podcast is just talking about alcohol. This, this <laughs> drink. This is really how to master this. Yeah. I also have a few snacks that I got. Ooh. Um, so that was at H Mart. I mean, not H Mart. I lied. I was at World Market. So I got these. Ooh, honeycomb Kit Kat. So you can munch on these. Sam. And I got one of these for each of us. Little Hello Kitty. Oh my god. <laughs> it's biscuits. Oh, these are so fucking good. I just, I Wait, didn't we have those? These. Oh, it's cookies and cream that Chrissy mm -hmm. had in, in their pocket. Yay! Yay! Aww. So yeah, we got Wow, dinner syrup. is served. Literally dinner. Ah. Dinner. Just like pink and purple. <laughs> That's a good uh, like challenge to match the color of your drink. That's he he oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Damn. So we got our drinks, we got our snacks. Um I was checking to make sure. Um I don't want to waste any more time talking about that stuff. We'll tweak the recipe. Um, we're planning on later on publishing a recipe book for our cocktails, and those will be like the perfected. Because some of these we're gonna make and be like, all right. Ideally, I would like to perfect this before. Yeah. But like. Because we. Something about this lavender syrup got me fucked up. We like chill at our like each other's houses more than, or as of late, more mm -hmm. than anything to save money and just like making drinks and shit. We'll, we'll become experts at everything yeah. we decide. Exactly. All right. So, should we get into the, like, we dun, shall. Dun, 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 topic? I don't know why I just said, like, I feel like... Okay. Okay, I'm so nervous. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, a little, a little explanation slash excuse. <laughs> so, my topic was I spun the wheel, which is in the other room. We have to get that. But, oh, yeah. um, and I got movies. And I was honestly like, oh, fuck, because I, I didn't want to get movies. <laughs> but I went to L.A. the next day. And the last time I was in L.A. with Chrissy, we went to, um, have you ever heard of the Wonderland Murders? No. It's a house in L.A. And there was a porn star, like, associated it to, with it. And we didn't, like, go to it. We just, like, drove past it. And then this time... I did I was doing research as to like places that we can like see and shit and I found out that there's a porn star walk of fame like you know me I love I love 
talking about porn. Right. <laughs> I really do. I really it do. Every, I mean, every, every yeah. Just, yeah. So, you love it. I have to go with something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. So, my presentation is about <laughs> pornography. Yeah. Why are you, how are you scared about that? Because that's, that's so like, real. I know, but it's like the introductory like actual episode it should yeah. have been something i think well, we're married yeah. well oh my you're gonna learn so much because i have six pages of oh my <laughs> you check that shit out too yeah oh, and wow. like little bullets and then made notes but i was gonna do like the golden age of porn and then just i went down a rabbit hole there's just two you can't learn about porn without starting from the beginning okay I'm going to take a little sip. So, Maddie, when you think of porn, what comes to mind? Like, the first thing off the top of your head. I mean, like, hot people. Bumping uglies. Yeah. I just, like, visualize it in my head. But, like, it's very... I've always been, like... Obviously, there's fucked up things about the porn industry. But I've always been a person that watches porn... I've always been interested in, like, the glamour of it. Like, I think of, like, 70s, like, porn star, like, big fur coats, like, playboy, but, like, just hot, naked people. And, like, honestly, like, I told you before, (laughs) as we're getting into ourselves, I really, like, I'm a film junkie. Mm -hmm. So, like, I really, like, when the like when porn has like a really like cinematic like mm-hmm. aspect to it like ones that are shot like you're like damn this is shot beautifully yeah and that type of shit like like the movie x the a24 movie where mm-hmm. it's like like the porn they were shooting in that is like exactly what i would want to watch you know like it has like, a storyline and it's like it is a form of art i just i just love well this is coming with people being naked also each other so <laughs> love fucking love everything involved if i'm involved great if i'm not involved great (laughs) as long as i can watch yeah it's it's especially like you said like the cinematic aspect Mm -hmm. but okay so here's it says brief history but it's like five pages (laughs) (laughs) i have a key and everything Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so excited. I need to be on my research this week. Okay, so to begin with, pornographic images or images exp- expressing explicit sexual activity exist in prehistoric cave paintings. Did you know oh, that? No, From the Pale- Paleolithic era. They're at least 35,000 years old. So it's like records of daily life, like hunting, fucking plants and shit, the sun and like. 69ing like just everything that they <laughs> everything that they were about i do have a question how do you what? think they like when they like jacked off at that time do they look at the cave paintings or i don't know that's a good question like live porn live porn everything also like, like or they just like fucked each other like crazy they probably i mean no clothes a little yeah. a little loincloth yeah oh they probably fucking reeked dude yeah jesus so bad <sighs> At least there was, like, so <laughs> little people in your tribe that, like, either everyone was had an like, STD or <laughs> no one did. There was yeah, no... There's no, like, pills to get rid of chlamydia at that time. It's yeah. Just, 
I feel like everyone just has STDs, probably. And died when they were, like, 15, yeah. Yeah. That's really how they aged. Did you ever see the picture of, like, the first condom they found? It's a fucking lambskin. Like, a literal, like, jock strap. Isn't that fucking... You know some, like, horny-ass teenagers thought that one through. Mm. Like, oh, we can't, we can't have a baby yet. Just put this fucking <laughs> big ass. In. Well, socks didn't yeah. exist, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Socks. <laughs> <laughs> <And then> Anyways. <laughs> and then, like everything from like ancient Egyptian scrolls, fucking everyone, every culture was boning and recording it as an art form. And the Venus of Willendorf, that's what these reminded me of. You know what the Venus of Willing- Will- Willendorf is? It's like that. Um, it's like a, a statue of like a very, like, not overly sexualized because it's just a female body, but like huge boobs and like huge hips and a huge butt. And she doesn't have like a head. So they think it's either a, um, like a fertility goddess but that existed or that was made between 25,000 and 30 years ago and i saw this really interesting thing on fucking tumblr when i was like in high school and it was this video of this professor this female professor she was an art history professor and she was she, like describing a, a time where she was like in a conference or something and all these male professors were talking about the venus as like oh this was like the first like sexual image like something to use for porn and the the female professor was like hold on and she pointed out that it might be like there were no mirrors obviously so some woman might have just like had clay or like building materials and just look down at herself because if you're looking down at yourself it's obviously very Mm -hmm. exaggerated and just like shaped something that she thought she looked like or like she saw other women who like also look like that so of course that's one of the like female erasure like things of history that may or may not be true nobody actually knows what it's from (sighs) okay and now, for a side note, there's a lot of them in here. And I don't... Love a side note. It's just like, I'm just going through, like, the stages of porn. Mm-hmm. Or, like... The history. Yeah. The evolution. Because erotica... Do you know what erotica is? No. Uh, I it's the... <laughs> oh, educate me. It's the, like, written form of porn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And even though it's I not... Yeah, okay. that's not like uh, part of the movie ca- category, but like stories and like books and plays and shit. Yeah, turn into film eventually. Erotica turn into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the bubbles have got to be in there Wait. because. Oh no. Hello. Oh no. Okay, we had a mic switch because the wireless lav died. So, and I'm gonna show Maddie the Venus of. Oh, she does have a head. Hello. So yeah, there, there she is. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's so cute. Okay. okay. So, with erotica, but um, Sappho. You know who Sappho is? Mm-mm. The ancient Greek poet. You know, if something is described as sapphic, what it means? Mm-mm. It's like, like, lesbian. Oh, okay. Like, that was super sapphic. Or like, sometimes Chrissy hosts sapphic nights. It's just like, gay night, but, but for girls. So that's like a, like a old term for it? Yeah, it came okay. from Sapp- Sappho. Um, she was an ancient poet whose work included poetry about both genders in a romantic and sexual way. And now the term sapphic relates to lesbians or lesbianism. But where did the word lesbian come from? Maddie, do you want to know? This is a side note. This has nothing to do with porn, by the way. Lesbians do not exist solely for porn. It is kind of like, okay, cool. It has to do with men. There was a time in ancient Greece when Sparta and Athens were at war and the women of the island of Lesbos started protesting the war by denying men sex. So they Are you serious? Yes. It came from a place called Lesbos? Yeah. And the women like band together and actually got like really close and realized that they were like supporting each other and found So they just started fucking each other because they were like they found like the support they weren't getting from outside sources, and that's okay, yeah. <laughs> and then they became known as lesbians. Oh my Aww. god! I wish I could visit Lesbos. Yeah, it's in Greece. Oh my god! And, and Sappho is from Lesbos too. Oh my god! We should totally the go pilgrimage. To Lesbos for like a special episode. And it's spelled like Lesbos, like she's a lesbo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow, that's my went straight to the top of my like. Isn't that so fucking? Right if there. you look up the origins of words, it's like holy fuck, dude. Like pornography <laughs> is like from the word like prostitute. The Greek like everything's fucking Greek, right? Prostitute and to pay for. So it, you put it together and it's like making money off of sex. It's weird. Okay. So the very first prose pornography or erotica was called Fanny Hill or Memoirs of a Woman of Pleasure. And f- it's British and Fanny means vagina in Britain. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know that one. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of British slang. So they had to, but they had to use like slang or like euphemisms because there's no dirty words in this book. And it's a fucking novel of, like, fucking and shit. And they, they say no, like, it's not, like, titties or, like, vagina or anything. It's all, like, they they call, there's a part where they call a vagina, like, the nether hole or something. <laughs> like, it's so fucking weird. The nether hole. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, from. I kind of love that. That kind of sounds like another hole. Another it sounds like somewhere someone gets lost. <laughs> like the <Netherlands. laughs> uh, oh my god, that's so perfect. Yeah, that was from 1748, and it was one of the most banned books in history, by the way, written by a man, of course. You'll find this is like a common theme in porn. It's very man-controlled and woman not centered but like most on display yeah 
I did, I watched, I don't remember what it was called, but I watched a documentary and I was actually like, it was a, not the first time, because I know that there's like fucked up shit, you know, with like Pornhub mm -hmm. and all that stuff, but it was like a documentary of just like these women who, definitely like men were taking control of like what they were doing, all this stuff, and they're kind of getting fucked over like financially. Is it like, like porn actors? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, I watched it, I was like, damn, like this kind of makes me... Because you think like, that porn would be such a welcoming and like open environment where anyone, but fucking anything, yeah. is like. Men are just like. Well, and the fucking porn now is. Oh, we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. So, back to the script. <laughs> With the invention of the printing fucking press. Oh, Softcore stories or magazines saw mass publication. And then I wrote, hee hee hee. Um, then, 1839, guess what happened then? Photography was invented. <laughs> and of course, immediately the first porn picture. And it was literally just like an artist nude called an academy. And it was so like people just just picture this, right? You only seen like artistic drawings of like or paintings of naked people. Mm -hmm. And then you see a fucking photograph of like a naked woman and that's the first time like I mean, it's shit. it's only considered porn because it was so clear and realistic that it started being sold as instead of like an academic study like art piece like. it started being sold as like a dirty picture <laughs> in like train stations and shit <laughs> isn't that so fucking funny oh my God. fucking ridiculous jesus it, what a bunch of losers like yeah and then it became clear that men were like hard <laughs> uh, in the art gallery like i'm gonna use the bathroom yeah. or like in class they're like uh, i've never seen titties before <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch of fucking losers dude which brought something called the comstock law 1873 wikipedia defines this as this Act criminalize any use of the U.S. Postal Service to send any of the following items. Obscenities. Contraceptives. Abortifications, which means anything um, leading to abortion or aiding in abortion. Sex toys. Personal letters with any sexual content or information or any information regarding the above items. So that put it or tried to put an end to the erotica, the freaking 1839 nudes or anything involving sex pretty much and then in 1889 edison allegedly events the movie camera which immediately <laughs> immediately you get like the short films those black and whites of like the train station thing or like people walking down a street and then like just f straight up fucking it's just a tale as old as time, really. Like, it just... People will find a way to have sex. Yeah. And be able to see it forever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Or see themselves. Well, yeah. Anything. It's, it's also crazy that, like, how you said before, like, a nude photo comes out and then they're like, you can't have an abortion. Yeah, like, right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> linked together. I have no fucking... Well, this is... The Comstock Law is America and America, especially w with like 
body parts or like anything involving sex or like female anything, female anatomy, female reproductive, anything. It's so fucking behind and it's been behind in everything, every aspect of like, it's just so crazy. Virgo. Yeah. Even if you think you have rights as a woman, you don't and never have. <laughs> you never have, literally never. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. <laughs> so the first oldest recording porn film is French, obviously. Oh my God, love it. From 1908. And it's called... Alico d'or au la bonne berge. At the Golden Inn. Mm. And it's literally. Wait, I shouldn't talk any of this. <laughs> this. It's just like classic. This straight couple, a man and a woman, walk in on the maid, who's also a woman, jerking off. So they join her. Mm. It's li- every fucking porn ever has mm-hmm. done that. And it's always a man. And two women. So that was the first porn. <sighs> Probably gross. And it, it was 12 minutes, right? Did I write that? Oh, no. I think it was eight minutes, actually. But a stag film were 12 minutes or less. Okay. And that's from the first thir- two-thirds of the 20th century. <sighs> and there are silent films depicting explicit or graphic behavior. They could only be viewed by men. And they were also illegal. So they were shown secretly and like... They could only be viewed by men. Yeah. But women were in the film. They just couldn't see it. Isn't that... Yeah. It's... Oh my god. They were illegal. (laughs) This shit's illegal until like the 70s. So they were viewed like speakeasy style, like in Mm. secret locations or like fraternities. And it was usually a group of men watching it, which is like... Um, okay. That's cool. <sighs> just made for the male gaze. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything is. It's just like, this is more... Legally. <laughs> for the male gaze. This is illegal, but yeah. it's still like, since it's illegal and since it's sex, we can just do what we want. But like, oh, no. You have a vagina? You can't be part of it, yeah, though. Yeah, you can. You can be in it, it, though. If you want to be in it, we can fuck you and yeah, film it forever. Yeah. You and your vagina can't watch. Uh, you and your vagina can't watch it. Leave her at home. Leave her at home. <laughs> and the difference between hardcore and softcore, because that comes up a lot. Hardcore is like actual sex acts being shown in like fetishes and like you see like pee in the V or like any anything in detail. And softcore is just like nudity. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first American hardcore porn was in 1915. It was called A Free Ride or a Grass Sandwich. And it was directed by a wise guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the cinematographer was Will Be Hard. Oh my, yes. And the titles were by, because it was silent, so it was just like the, the title cards. Will She. The cast and crew used false names to remain completely an- anonymous because it was illegal. But like, Jesus Christ. Man. Like, fuck that guy, but also that was a good name. And it was also this like man on a motorcycle that pick up two that picks up two girls and they like fuck in the grass after like watching each other pee. It's just like, oh, this is <sighs> heinous. And he has like a giant, obviously fake mustache to like obstruct his face from like <laughs> So no one will know. He's yeah. a naughty, naughty boy. 
Oh, Jesus. The first hardcore form to include both form, film, <laughs> to include both <laughs> bisexual and homosexual activity Ooh, good was the 1920 French, obviously, film called Le Menage Madame du Madame Butterfly. I don't know why they called it mm. Butterfly, not Papillon, because Papillon is butterfly in French. But hmm. it was just... It was probably a wonderful time. It probably was. I want to see that. I feel like all the, like... Is there a way to watch those? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I watched all of them. It's not, like, it's not hot at all. It looks kind of painful not and, like, the, rigid. The yeah, no. Really? It's just like, okay. It's, wow, like, this is obviously history, because it, lo- it looks old as shit, but it does not look enjoyable. Nothing, nothing does. Yeah. Until the 70s. The 70s. <laughs> but a porn loop is an 8 or 16 millimeter short film of like of porn, pornographic nature, and it's viewed in a continuous loop in later like why did I write pro oh porn books? <laughs> always that's another thing with like fucking pages kept autocorrecting porn to pro or saying porn pornography was spelt wrong and then if I if I went to see, like, the actual spelling, it didn't say anything. <laughs> like, what the fuck, no. dude? Uh, which leads fair. us to... This has nothing to do with film, but it's pushes along... Pushes porn along. Yeah. Pinups! Okay. And pinups are... A picture of a scantily clad woman. What? Woman. <laughs> There's just one. <laughs> And far less commonly man, there were ma- male pinups. Um, that and it's called a pinup because you would literally like pin it up onto the wall, which is like Never wow. Points for creativity. Okay. Wow, girls were known as cheesecakes because pinups were taboo, and man, pinups were beefcakes. Beefcakes and cheesecakes. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling people oh that. God. Like, wow, you're beefcake. you're real cheesecake. You're a real beefcake. I've been that man's a real beefcake, real beefy one. Oh Jesus! Now that I think about it, <laughs> when I was little and in church, I snuck in red lipstick, and put red lipstick on in church. I was like single digits, and an old man told me I looked <gasps> like a cheesecake. Are you serious? And my grandma was with me, and she took her hand and just wipes the lipstick off immediately she was like oh. an old man yeah i thought it cheesecake? i thought it meant i looked like like um like tacky or something i was like single digits dude well, like either way oh it's time means- to be real yeah, like, should we uh oh my god we'll be real real quick it's the sign of should the we, times uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't get my messy room in the background. She kind of smells like pee. Maybe that's just her breath. Yeah, I think her breath just stinks. Damn it, Gretel. She brushes her teeth every fucking day. This dog. Um, do we still consider this a lavender lemonade? Because I don't think we should anymore. Well, there's lavender in yeah, it, so. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we perfected our lavender lemonade. We essentially just changed the kind of gin. Yeah. We went from, like, a cheap, just, like, regular gin to St. Germain's. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, elderflower gin oh, so, so yeah we did about an ounce and a half of 
to make two drinks. We did like an ounce. <gasps> Don't tell them. Oh, just kidding. We you're gonna have to buy the book. You're gonna have to buy the book, but we yeah we replaced the gin and it's way better. It looks different. It's not purple anymore, but it looks so fucking pretty. It's kind of pink. It's really good. It's way yeah. better. Way better. And it's still in the Venus of Willendorf glass. Mm-hmm. What you can find on on drinking of you dot all merch, Gretel, you must I really don't go. Want to my finger. You so <laughs> she starts doing <laughs> Gretel, watch out, please. Okay. Okay. So where were we? Wow. Okay, we were talking about oh pinups. Beefcakes, cheesecakes. Cheesecakes. Yeah. A little confession time. And she's back. Gretel, my God. (laughs) Watch out. You can lay, but. (laughs) Just. Just relax. Don't lick anything. She's just gonna be inches away from us panting and she's gonna get her breath all over the. Yeah, you're just gonna hear if you hear heavy breathing it is a siberian husky it's named gretel he <laughs> might be it's our third co-host now we have two audience members welcome wait, to the wait, stage oh god of the, the rat nest can you even see her not really she blends Love it. Okay. 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 She really has like little white eyelashes. It's so funny. Okay, babes. You really. She's. I have to get her out. She's gonna. It's just gonna be panting. I'll give her a bone. (laughs) Once I was afraid. I was petrified. Haley has gone to give Gretel a bone. I've been left alone in the dark corner. One chicken nugget, and she thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> Haley's back. Okay, we've lost our third co-host, but that's she, the show must go on. Her contract terminated. Her contract <laughs> it's only five minutes long. Um, cheesecake, beefcake. Cheesecake, beefcake. Yes. Okay. This is another side note. An earliest form of pinup, or a sex symbol, was called a Gibson girl. Have you ever heard Why? of that? Why? No. Um, Wikipedia defines a Gibson girl as the personification of the feminine ideal of physical attractiveness, as portrayed by the pen and ink illustrations of Charles Dana Gibson. So it's like the idealized woman of the, of the time. So she has... First idealized by men. Yeah. So, and white people. So it's a white girl with like those big, they're like pencil drawings, the, the big like bun, teeny, tiny waist, like tiny nose, tiny like hands and feet with like the big hoop skirts, you know mm-hmm, what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's a Gibson girl. Yeah. Oh my God, bro. So anyway, porn. <laughs> <laughs> so a Gibson girl was that like, Everyone has seen them, even if they know they it. Yeah. <laughs> if you look it up, it'll be like, oh, okay. Like in every early 20th century ad and like shit like that. 
But I did have a little recommendation to wa- to watch, to listen to the Ethel Kane song, Gibson Girl. Have mm. you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Maddie. Ethel Kane. Oh. I know. You've been talking a lot about them. Oh, my God. But she does have a song called Gibson Girl, and it's so fucking hot. And it's obviously, like, not about the Gibson Girl that we know, but it's like, you get it. You'll get it. Okay. 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 Um, pinups were legal, but still scandalous, and used in World War II as a way for soldiers to fantasize because their lives sucked. So they would, like, um, paint pinups on the side of planes, and, like, pinups would, like, visit soldiers and shit and, like, entertain them, and, like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Which, like, obviously, I mean... If I was at war, that's what I would want. Yeah, some fucking titties. Girl with some titties. Oh, man. That's what we want. That's what we want now. Battle, at least my plane has, like, a hot ass. It's like, you know what? Actually, there's a fucking cheesecake if I've ever seen one on that plane. So maybe I won't shoot that one. (laughs) Yeah, do you think they were ever like, damn, I don't want to shoot that plane. Aww. That's cute. Our battle just What a weird. What a weird time that everything was like cheesecake and like hee hee hee. But behind the scenes, it was like fucking and yeah. <laughs> but still, women not allowed. Yeah, not allowed. no, no, God. absolutely not. And then I included some magazines that furthered the people's introduction to por- the pornographic image because that was important. Even though this one, the most famous one. <laughs> Comes with a little bit of a oh moment. Okay. Playboy. Mm-hmm. You know how that. Um, I mentioned them earlier. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all over my walls, yeah. and like I have so much Playboy. It's literally ever since Hugh Hefter died, it's been like, it's been reclaimed. I feel like, and if you see a girl wearing Playboy, it's like, hell yeah, dude. And if you mm-hmm. see a guy, it's like, ooh, stay away from him. So did Hugh Hefner suck? Yeah. He did. He did, like, the... Like, let's let the people know. Yeah. He, I mean, he definitely was ahead of his time in some... Or, like, was more liberal, let's say, in some aspects. Like, um, the things that he published, the stories. Like, Ray Bradbury was pu- published in Playboy. Fucking Tennessee Williams, who was a gay playwright. Like, mm-hmm. he did have some like credibility as to those views but of course when it comes to women Mm -hmm. men don't it's not it's just everyone's a piece of shit Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying there's never you can there is a documentary on hulu called i think it was inside playboy or like behind playboy or something and Wait, I have to look it up. Also, this. the things that he were li- was liberal about, was it, like, a lot of, like, supporting gay men? There was a lot of things that were, like, surprising for the time, like... Was he supporting gay women as well? He, like, publishing gay women and stuff? Like... Well, more of, like, the feminists. Okay. Not, like, okay. A s- express... You know, like, the... Yeah. Yeah. I guess my question was, like, was he liberal for men and then still just, like... At some misogynist. some like, like aspects, he, it was like wow, that's 
that's actually like really big of you, especially mm-hmm. at the time. And I'm, but oh, so Gloria Steinem, have you ever heard of her? No. She was a writer, a feminist icon, who posed as a cocktail waitress at a Playboy club in 1963 to go undercover. And she was treated fucking awfully. Oh, okay. Just absolutely terribly, of course. And she wrote about it, and Hugh Hefner actually read it and did not know that's how the waitresses were treated. So he, like, made changes if things were brought to his attention. Yeah. But in some ways he was liberal. In some ways it was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah. Like, you know, gross and disgusting, which, I mean, a lot of of men are. But Playboy, he published it in 1953, and it was meant to be for the classy and upscale gentleman. Mm. Um, And it catered to more, like, of the pin-up cheesecake pose like the very scandalous maybe some titties but still like big smile and like no no vagina here you know no, very no. cross legs and like yeah. hee, 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 hee. but do you know who was on the cover of the very first playboy you have this exact picture on your wall in your bedroom. Oh, is it in your bed? Yeah. The oh, red velvet. That, okay, that was the first cover? Yeah. Well, she Ooh. was, that was like, she was the, the first. For the first female cover? Yeah. Ooh. But mm-hmm. the story behind that picture, mm. it might, you'll still keep it up, but it's like, okay. fuck you. Say, take fuck down. you, fucking old man. Okay. So, <laughs> in 1949, when Marilyn Monroe was struggling to find work early in her career, she posed nude for a nude study and was paid $50, which is to, not a lot at all. She used for a car payment. That is $628.51 in 2023 money. Okay. She used a fake name. That's... It's nothing. It's like half rent. When you pay most bills, yeah. like sometimes fucking taking Gretel to the vet costs more than that. So 50 bucks for some nude study pictures. She used a fake name so they wouldn't tarnish her career and made sure that the photographer's wife was in the room the whole time, which is a smart move for anyone going into nude photography. Make Mm -hmm. sure you have a safe person there. The photographer sold the pictures for $900, which in today's money is (laughs) $11,313. And they were published in a 1951 calendar. Then when Marilyn Monroe's career took off, Hugh Hefner bought the rights to the pictures and used them to launch his magazine. Marilyn Monroe never got a cent from any of the profits, nor did she consent to Hefner using her image. Um, He literally banged his entire... Like, Playboy is because of Marilyn Monroe. Like, fuck that guy. She had to buy a magazine to even see the pictures. (laughs) And they oh never God. met in real life, ever. Seriously? Isn't that fucking crazy? Like, and he's... she was on the first fucking, like... Cover and the first centerfold. Ugh. Hafner and Monroe never met in real life. This publication was completely non-consensual, but it was legal since Hefner bought the rights to the images. Um, and instead of denying her identity in the pictures, because this was, of course, at the height of her career, or, like, as... Like, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes was coming out, and she was just fucking skyrocketing. 
So this motherfucker was like, oh, I can use her nudes to make my career. Mm-hmm. And it was like kind of scandalous at first because it was like, holy, it was like the first sex scandal, sort of. And instead of denying her identity, she was completely honest and in a turn and was like, dudes, I, I needed the money. I was, yeah, I was nothing. Like, <laughs> like it was just work. And in a turn of events, this only added to the public adoration of her. Isn't that cute? Yeah, that is cute. Aww. Yeah. We love su- when the people support the yeah. women. That bitch was way ahead of her time. For real. Yeah. Damn, so Hugh Hefner literally fucked her over. Mm-hmm. For the first issue of Playboy. That's... So every time you see Playboy, it's because of Marilyn Monroe. Like, another thing that she did without even fucking trying, because that's it how... It was literally Playboy. Yeah. Fuck you, Hugh. <laughs> if you're listening. If you're listening, you a dirty, dirty man. This is a little fun fact. Another one. Hefner bought the crypt next to Marilyn Monroe in 1992 for $75,000 and was interred there when he died in 2017. The crypt above Marilyn Monroe was bought by Richard Poncher, and he was he wanted to be buried face down so he could stare at her for all of eternity. And who is this man? Fucking Richard Poncher. I don't know. I forgot to click on him. I don't even think he was clickable. I think it, it might have been just a rando. A rando fucking... So, damn. That's, like, really sad that, like, that's even able to be done. Because, like, I don't he think wanted... she wants this man staring at her. Just let this bitch rest, dude. Like, My God. And then Hugh buys the... Like, literally gets himself buried next to her. After fucking her. You over. think you're going to end up in the same place? Like, no. No. But that's so fucking fucking disgusting, even in death. Yeah. Like violating women and you're like still violating her death. And Marilyn Monroe is like the most just violated person. Oh my God. Continues to be. Even like in her death. Oh my God. So Richard fucking dick. Oh, it's dick. You can call him dick. Literally dick. So he's buried face down on top of Marilyn Monroe. And his widow has his remains removed and auctions off the crypt. <gasps> like some fucking queen shit right there. Okay, she was like, she said, oh, no, let's get you out of there. Ugh. Let's get him out of there. I hope she got a pretty fucking penny because that. So did anyone else be buried on top of her? Or we don't know. You can probably Google it. Yeah. But that is probably. dick isn't allowed to stare. Yeah. Hopefully it's just like. Eternally. It's worth billions of dollars and nobody can ever... Jesus Christ. I... Oh, they just can't let... Women! Just... You hear that? Oh, yeah. yeah, what the fuck was that? It was like a squelch. You're They're alive. alive. <laughs> yeah, women... Let's definitely make money out of... Let's definitely make money off of you. Yeah. Let's use you for sexual gratification, but even in death... Like, you can't rest. You can't get what's yours. You can't get any credit or consent. What do you? I'm gonna bury myself. You're over a woman. Your dead body and you stare at you. I'm gonna make billions of dollars off of your image and launch an empire because of you. But we're never gonna meet. I'm never gonna ask your permission. I'm not gonna give you any credit or any money. And then I'm gonna bury myself next to you. Oh, disgusting. So anyway. Penthouse. These are still magazines, by the way. (laughs) 
Penthouse was launched in 1965 and was the first magazine to show full frontal nudity and pubic hair. Woo! Bush alert. Bush alert. Bush, bush, bush. And then Hustler. I worked for that once. It sucked. Oh, I know. It was a story. It wasn't the magazine. But, okay. Launched in 1979. (coughs) Was the first magazine to show sex toys, sex acts, and fetishes. So that was the first hardcore, if we're going back to our vocab lesson from earlier. Okay, so back to, back to porn. Back to porn. <laughs> that literally says that. Which leads us into, look at this font I use. The golden age of porn. This is what the stereotypical thing people think about when they think of porn. It was... Um, this is the golden age of porn really pertains to the American like commercial success of porn. The uh, fucking the rest of the world was fucking and sucking for years before. So <sighs> America, um, this lasted from 1969 to 1985. The rest of the, yeah, I wrote the rest of the world was being, was being on camera, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'll just like that. <laughs> They were all being on camera. And in this era, we fade away from porn loot. It was like 1969, you have like quote unquote artsy films. Um, They were adult. And that's, I I don't know. I feel like when you're like, oh, it's art. People are like, oh, okay. Even though it's like fucking anal or something, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, what the fuck? Why do they move? These were called adult erotic films. Andy Warhol, he directed one of the first, like, um, oh, God, what's the word? Like, accepted, socially accepted adult erotic film called Blue Movie. It was the first American film to show sex acts with theatrical release. So you got, like, a fucking artists like Andy Warhol doing shit people are like oh okay it's yeah, it's fine okay, it's art cool. whatever and they go to the rele- they go to the fucking theater to see Andy Warhol's like art film and they come home like fully erect engorged they're like what the fuck was that <laughs> we need more of that oh, I'm so horny <laughs> <laughs> oh. and then the 1970 film Mona which had the same producer as Blue Movie um, was also one of the first films with theatrical release. That was an adult erotic film. The um the sexual revolution of the sixties. So now we're at the end of the sixties into the seventies. Had to have something to do with the like realization that people fuck. So it's like, mm. you know, and that's that can't be. Everything like lines up perfectly for that to happen. <sighs> And the the 50s and 60s TV shows had couples sleeping in different beds. So people... Oh, God, sorry, I have to burp. <laughs> people would watch TV and see, like, couples sleeping in different beds. And then they were like... Because the shows didn't want to insinuate that these people have sex. Okay. Even if they have, like, kids on screen and yeah. shit. Um, e- like, even if they were full-on nuclear families. So people would watch that and be like, oh my god, we're doing it wrong. And that's what couples would get two twin beds, like, in real life. In, like, 
American society because they thought that that's what you were supposed to do. That's how fucking dumb people were. So if if you can imagine, you go from the 50s of sleeping in different beds than the person that you married, have sex with, have kids with, Mm -hmm. to like seeing people actually fuck on screen. It was like a huge, like, the winds of change, bestie. Fuck, we shouldn't have bought those twin beds. <laughs> no, like, shit, let's put those <laughs> yeah. together. You go to the, you go, you go out on date night to the movies and you come home and you're like, so, should we talk about what we saw? Yeah, should we push like, those twin beds together? Yeah, make a giant <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, and these films introduce one of the most famous porns ever made. Dun, dun, dun. 1972. Deep Throat. Starring Linda Lovelace. Is Ooh. any of that familiar to you? Linda Lovelace. Okay. Sounds familiar. Good. She's Not Sarah Deep Throat, yeah, specifically. But she does. What about the act of deep throating? Does that sound familiar to you? The act itself? Yeah. Yeah. That comes from this movie. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. The movie, the premise of the movie wow. was Linda Lovelace's character finds out that she has a, a clit in her throat <laughs> thus deep throat i wish y'all could see my jaw <laughs> <laughs> a clit in her throat oh, that yeah. would make so much easier oh deep throat jesus yeah it was one of the first porn movies to feature a plot character development and a relatively high production value um it was earned mainstream attention and launched the porno chic trend it was about a girl. Oh yeah, it was about a girl who finds out she has a clit in her throat. That was the little, the little summary. And here we got another definition: porno chic, positive mainstream attention towards sexually explicit films. And it was like everyone wanted to be part of this cultural phenomenon that Deep Throat had on America. Like, just imagine. All right, I wrote Twilight, but there's got to be a better. Or like fucking Harry Potter, like (laughs) something for everyone. But it was a porn. It it was insane. Everyone was talking about it. Um, Deep Throat was even mentioned by Johnny Carson on his widely popular uh, popular Tonight Show. So it's like this very wholesome man that everybody watch watches fucking every night talking about Deep Throat. And he, yeah, yeah, talking about like you go. You're sitting in your twin bed with your husband on his twin bed on the opposite side of the room. And you're like, oh, oh, sweetie, we forgot to watch um, The Tonight Show. Let's go. Let's get in our little moo-moos and go <laughs> shuffle okay. to the TV. And fucking Johnny Carson's talking about Deep Throat. And he admits to going to see it. Like, he saw a porn in theater. So everyone was like, wait, maybe this is okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, <laughs> I wrote, oh God, I wrote, imagine the change from seeing couples sleeping in different beds to seeing someone being throat fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <drastic> change. <laughs> oh, Deep Throat earned an estimated $600 million in 1972, which today is, I don't even know if I can say this number, but it is $4,294,000,000. Three hundred six thousand two hundred and twenty and ten cents in twenty twenty three. So it would be 
Holy and shit. that's just an estimated. So it would four. be the highest grossing film of all time. Yeah, over four and a half billion. billion. Yeah. That's like everyone minus... So how many... So That's like half the world population spending one dollar on this yeah. movie. That's fucking crazy. Because that's even a lot of money for that time. Oh, yeah. It was like... Damn. Yeah, Jesus. Um, movie night, they're being on deep throat. They're like, all right, kids. Oh, <laughs> We're just going to another bit tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, this is some not-so-great news about deep throat. Linda Lovelace. And, it, it, like, we we joke about porn, and we love porn, and but we do recognize, as we do with most things, that there's a seedy side to everything and mm-hmm. especially how women were treated and this primarily white people too. So people of color for, fucking forget about it. Yeah. It's just Linda Lovelace, the star of deep throat later said she was coerced and sexually assaulted during the production of the film. And the film is genuine rape porn. Oh That's God. what she says. Says she said her then husband, Chuck trainer forced her into porn and would hold her at gun point to make her perform her allegations were of course disputed and a psychiatrist noted that later lovelace who by then went back to going by linda borman her uh, maiden name her writings were consistent with complex ptsd and that her allegations might have been a mixture of abuse she sustained from early life onward so she might have like had some mental health problems later on when she started writing about it about her experiences, but Trainer, her husband, did, however, admit to beating Linda while they were married, and her story never changed. So, that's super great. Yes. She later joined the anti-porn movement, and Linda Borman died as a result of a car accident in 2002. So she was at the fourth... She's in the most famous porn ever. Like, she changed people's fucking lives. And her experience was just absolute fucking hell. <laughs> but nobody talks about it. And it's still like, well, was it? I don't know. She said she had a lot of mental. And it's like her story did not change throughout yeah. her entire life. It's crazy. I had a lot of mental trauma because she's what her name. Yeah. It was like nationally acclaimed. Like, and then she's like, oh, wait, so did that happen then? Is that, like, that's what your brain does. So in the 1970s, the, the rise of adult movie theaters across America. Yeah. So, yeah. So in the 1970s, the there was a rise of adult movie theaters across America. So instead of like the theatrical release going like Island 16, you guys don't have Island 16, do you? Oh, maybe that's just a Long Island thing. (laughs) But just going into the fucking, yeah, yeah, an AMC to watch a porn. Now, they're separated into like adult cinemas okay. so you can go like to see despicable me and not have to see the poster for someone being like gang banged or yeah. something um boys in the sand a 1971 porn film was the first gay porn available gay porn to the public with on-screen credits and to be reviewed by the film industry journal variety so that's mm. great and that's that's boy gay, not girl gay. <laughs> I feel like lesbian porn throughout this time was just it 
was just for the male gaze. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a lot of it is today, but we'll get to the recommendations later. <laughs> um, everything, this was all before the legalization of porn, too, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. They had, like, whole movie theaters for it before it was even legal? Yeah. Damn. If you were caught making porn or working on set, you could be arrested and charged with pimping and pandering. A lot of people use, like, fake names and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mention it later, but it was, like, there wasn't any consistent actors, really. It was more, like, they call them one-day wonders, mm-hmm. where you would, like, shoot something and then with, like, a fake name and then just... Yeah, because you you could be arrested. But in 1973, the Supreme Court case Miller v. California redefined obscenity from utterly without socially redeeming value to lack serious literacy, artistic, political, or scientific value. Crucially, it made contemporary community standards a criterion holding that obscenity was not protected by the First Amendment. Um, which means under this law, judges could seize and destroy films that violated such guidelines in their local jurisdiction. So a judge can be like, this is obscene, this is illegal, this is okay, like that kind of shit. Um, This led to the beginning of the end of the production of porn films with high artistic and cinematic value, which is sad because it lasted like four years. But um, I wrote, imagine what porn we'd have today if pornography was allowed to be an art form just as much as commercial films were in the eyes of American society. Could you fucking imagine? Like, like how Marvel has like, oh God. It's like, Mm. like a whole like porn franchise. Well, there was, um, during the seventies, there was like, it wasn't a franchise, but it was, a character that this one guy played that was he was the first porn star but I get to him later <laughs> um, this setback did not stop the production of porn films and porn was still very profitable and thrived but could not get out of the phase that I mentioned before called one day wonders which were unknown actors who worked only one day or on one film leading to the rise of the porn star yes <laughs> Yay! So now we're in the seventies, and we—it's full dick swim, swinging seventies. We—we're talking mustaches, aviators, button-up shirts that are not buttoned up. Yes. <laughs> Giant blonde hair, tan skin, flowing bushes, mm-hmm. cocaine. Okay. Ah, the wah guitars. Ooh. You know those that like. Like yeah. <laughs> and like the California sunsets. Like, Ooh, oh my god, I want to be there. And then in pre- okay, now we have to take a break because it says make Maddie a porn star martini. Okay, <laughs> time for a porn star. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. So, as we were, um, we got our porn stars now. Yeah. Porn star martini, by the way. The best mm. cocktail ever. Ever. Literally ever. Um, it's my favorite cocktail. And I'm not to brag, but I'm kind of famous for it. Kind of famous? Kind of famous. No, Haley makes the best fucking porn star martinis ever. And it wasn't, it's not even, they're not from the 70s either. They're from like 
2002 London. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking good, dude. I found them at the disco downtown. Mm. And I took a sip out of a disco ball. Because like, I saw people like drinking out of disco balls. And I was on a date. And I was like, oh, like I'll go get us two drinks. And I went up to the bar and I was like, I'll have two of the disco balls, whatever they're drinking. And he was like, oh, it's a, the bartender was like, it's a porn star martini. I was like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. Took one sip, changed my fucking life. Oh <laughs> at the God. disco. Imagine porn this. Star out of a disco ball. At, at the, the disco. fucking disco. Damn. That's, yeah, that's some yeah, like, so. flashback before you die. You'll see that moment. Yeah, I guess as... At the beginning, when you were like, yeah, it's going to tell us a lot about you. It <laughs> but, really is coming full circle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. back to our regularly scheduled program. Um, so, after 1973, where that law, the Supreme Court case, the Miller versus California, the only thing that kept porn following the general format of a mainstream film is avoiding um, sanity charges. So you can argue artistic merit. Because it wasn't like... it. Like, you couldn't... It wasn't okay. It, was, yeah, it wasn't it legal. It couldn't be like your like, main gig. Like, yeah, that's fucking crazy, dude. You're making that shit on the side. <sighs> with a secret name. And a... 12-inch dick. <laughs> we'll get Damn. to him. We'll get to him in a second. <sighs> Um, the golden age of porn had two waves. Porno, the porno chic era was from the late 60s to early 70s, which is, um, like, Deep Throat, the Andy Warhol shit, the Johnny Carson. Like, everyone's like, holy shit, what is this? Um, when it was artsy. And the second wave was the late 70s to early 80s. The second wave is where we see the porn stash, uh, and, like, that whole trope comes in along with the porn stars and now may i introduce to you john holmes i put a little star and a little heart next to him he was the quintessential porn star of the time maddie he popularized the porn stash you invent the porn stash you have a 12 inch a literal 12 inch penis um, his life inspired the, the film Boogie Nights. Have you ever seen that? With Mark Wahlberg? Yeah! Yeah! Inspired by oh, him. Mark Wahlberg, yeah, Jesus. Bill Margold, who was a porn actor and director, said Holmes is proof that not all men are created equal. <laughs> That's really yeah. fucking funny. He's not wrong. Yeah. Um, a little fun fact. Oh, that, I don't know how to feel about this one. Oh but at the, the porn... Um, Star Walk of Fame that Chris and I went to in WeHo in West Hollywood, California, California. California. There is a now out of business adult theater that has some like handprints and footprints of porn stars. And in front of the Pussycat Theater that's now out of business is Linda Lovelace. I took a picture of her and my boy John Holmes and I have the same size hands and feet as him. <laughs> so do with that information okay, what you yeah. may. Uh, you gotta say anything else. Yeah. Haley has a huge dick. <laughs> it has to be at least 12. But cinematographer 
Bob Voss, or Vossy, I'm sorry, sorry, Bob, said in a documentary about Holmes, John Holmes was to the adult film industry what Elvis Presley was to rock and roll. He was simply the king. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. Um, and I watched this documentary about him called Exhausted, and really hot because there's like clips and shit but there's this part where the filmmakers are just interviewing random people on the street and they're like do you know who john holmes is and literally everyone man woman from every age starts like blushing so he was like the first like household name like yeah we know yeah it's it's so it's kind of cute like (laughs) oh yeah like oh okay cool um, but as men are, uh, he was not. No, yeah. not John. <laughs> not John Holmes. He developed a crippling um, free base cocaine addiction. Mm. That's the 70s. Porn. That's, you're going to be exposed to all sorts of shit. Uh, he also had a teenage girlfriend. I watched one documentary from like the 90s or early 2000s that kept referring to his quote teenage girlfriend and he was in his 30s at this time so it's like ah, that's not his girlfriend that he groomed a child let's not let's not do that but in 1981 holmes who by then had a crippling free-based cocaine addiction as i as aforementioned became known more for his involvement in the still unsolved wonderland murders that house at the beginning of the episode i was like have you heard of Mm -hmm. so he was involved that that's a whole true crime Mm -hmm. episode for us okay but it is other than the black dahlia like the biggest quote-unquote unsolved Mm. we'll have to do a feature yeah i'm interested yeah it's a it's a hollywood brutal brutal fucking thing but um after that, John Holmes was kind of like a joke, but he still acted in porn, and he died of AIDS-related mm-hmm. illnesses in the 1980s. So, with many things, all great things, I guess, have to come to an end. And the golden age wound down in the 80s with the in- introduction of the AIDS virus and the stigma around it, like having sex and like being clean mm-hmm. and like, uh. And, like, fucking Reagan and shit. The president, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) The president. (laughs) Um, It also died with the invention of the VCR. Mm. So, video killed the radio star, but the VCR killed the porn star. Mm -hmm. And then, in 1985, the invention of the camcorder led to the home sex tape so people can make their own porns. Yeah. 1990s we're fucking firing it off here yeah. it gets fast porn launched on the internet Ooh. and modern porn so now we're in the nows it's like there's a whole part of porn that has nothing to do with film aspects like i was tr- really trying to focus on the film aspect but modern porn there's a lot of like exploitation and like revenge porn and just like not it it piggybacks off like the is this legal is this illegal like it's legal now but 
um, just imagine if it was legal the whole time, we would be far, far away from this dingy, dirty world mm. that <laughs> porn exists in, or some porn exists in. But modern porn includes a huge variety of categories and subcategories, including hentai. Hentai! <laughs> Which is... You know I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Which is anime well, or manga porn. Yeah. Hentai is actually short for hentai sayoku. Sorry if that is mispronounced which means sexual perversion <laughs> interesting interesting Ooh. yeah so in conclusion this is a little a little paragraph Porno- pornography saw its rise adjacent to the technological advances in film so they're like not sisters like creepy creepy cousins maybe mm. Um, it just never got out of the shadow of what was considered obscene, so it stayed the creepy cousin. <laughs> Even though billions of people have sex every fucking day. Women, like in everything, always got the shit end of the stick in any era of porn. Like, fucking the Venus of Willendorf up until Pamela Anderson being exploited. Yeah. Like, it just, it, you, there's no... just always falls back on yeah and you're oh god we should just get mad one episode and just (laughs) (laughs) oh and these these porn related statistics and facts um are predominantly white people so just fucking imagine how people of color were treated or just completely erased from this Mm -hmm. history um and everything mirrors everything else just And then this little fact that I found, it's a quote from Wikipedia. Black feminist scholars have criticized the American adult entertainment industry for what they perceive as omission and exclusion exclusion of black women from interracial pornography genre that features only black men and white women. The rejection of black women from one of the most financially prosperous niches of contemporary American commercial pornography and the creation of another category called reverse IR is seen as reflective of the larger societal ideals of beauty and body that render women of color as merely invisible, but also inhuman. As pornography becomes a kind of manual on how bodies in pleasure can look, it is one of the few places we see our bodies, this is the the black feminist speaking, and other people's bodies. It becomes imperative on pornography to represent variety of forms. So it's basically saying, which is very, very true in this research and like the porns that I watch for this research and 70s porn in general and interracial pornography. It's like black men are featured with white women Mm -hmm. and black women. There's some 70s porns that like... If people are of color are in it, it's part of the plot. Mm-hmm. It's not just because they're a person. Yeah. Um, so happy International Women's Day, every, yeah. everybody. Happy International Women's Day. Yeah. And here's a little, a little, I kind of started thinking, which is always gets me in trouble. <laughs> I wrote a little paragraph. Oh. Of my. Of your. Oh, and like reflections of this. Yeah. Okay. Um, porn has definitely 
hold on, <laughs> restart. <laughs> porn, porn has definitely influenced audiences' views of sex in certain genders. And teenagers first view porn at around the age of 14. So the media they're consuming can shape their way of thinking. That's just how, that's just true in any mm-hmm. form of media. Um, like any experience a young person's brain has and has to process. So porns that show more violence towards women can be viewed as what's normal and what is supposed to happen during sex or how a man is supposed to treat a woman during sex and how a woman is supposed to act during sex. While fetishes focusing on or including sexual violence as long as they're between two consenting adults are perfectly healthy, we as a society are... There's a typo here, so I don't really know what this last sentence says. But I think it... like I. Th- think I was trying to say like oh no <laughs> Wait, let's take a break oh god I just spilled porn star all over my dress oh I remember what I was saying mm. incels incels so if a if a teen boy is watching a hardcore porn and his brain is shaping and he I do not believe anyone is born an incel. I think that is outside influence. Mm-hmm. And because of how the world is today and certain laws and setbacks, there's an influx of these fucking incels. So this porn, like modern porn, is like disgusting pretty much yeah and i wrote which directly corresponds with the difference in what porn cis men and cis women watch so if you ask a man a cis man what he watches he'll be like oh Pornhub." yeah if you ask a cis woman she'll be like well there's this really niche website and if if she even like fucking admits to watching porn which she probably would she probably does most definitely it's like 10 years ago yeah but the difference between the oh. porn that every gender watches is like, dudes, come on. Yeah. <sighs> and then I'll include in the show notes oh, my sources and some links for help for pornography addiction, um, abuse hotlines, because we talked about that, and other ways to get help. And some recommendations for your viewing pleasure. Yeah, not... <laughs> Pornhub, okay. No. If you listen to this and you still watch Pornhub, maybe you don't know mm-hmm. how, fucked up, how fucked up it is. There, Pornhub does, it's free, which is great. Yeah. It, I, it should be free. And it does include some, it's just, it's just basic. Mm-hmm. You can do some. You, you can do You can do better. You can do you one better. Yeah. Your eyes, oh your heart, your brain. Your soul. <laughs> your orgasm. Next one. Next one. On, <laughs> next one's on us. <laughs> your next orgasm is on us. Don't worry. We got you. That's, the, got you. that's the title of the episode. Your next <laughs> orgasm's on us. That's perfect, actually. Our audience member has joined us. Hi, Queen. Grimace. Would you like to wow, say Wow, we something? learned a lot today about pornography. Yeah. I learned a lot. Thank you. Did you learn a lot when you were researching this? I did. did. you know a lot? I knew, I knew a lot, um, but there's always room for learning more. Yeah. And thus, the podcast. The podcast. Oh, I have to
to get the wheel. Oh yeah, we have to get the wheel for the next topic. Yeah. Well, that was a great first topic to start with. Thank you. Like I said, I learned a lot. I think the people learned a lot. If you're it's still important. listening, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode. I think it's important to like research the history and learn about the history on yeah. this stuff because, like we said, a lot of people just be like not knowing about that stuff, watch Pornhub on the daily, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, this is something that has seriously affected a lot of people, including women, for mm-hmm. fucking decades, and it's important to know the fucked up parts about shit like that especially shit that you partake in on a daily basis because we have to be better as people we have to be better we have to be aware we have to be better and we have to make better porn come on guys just imagine there is and like there's an oscars coming up this weekend there there's an award ceremony for porn really yeah in vegas wow maybe one day maybe one day we'll be there maybe one day (laughs) I could only fucking dream. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to stay along the lines of film. No, I mean, I and like, yeah. now, now it's like, uh, like mostly online. But, but I feel can, like you, it is a like genre of film in itself. Yeah. And you know, like the, the adult fact, erotic film. Yeah, exactly. And I think the fact that, like, we even have to question, like, is this on the topic of film? Yeah. Kind of proves, like, everything that you talked about, where mm. it was illegal, it wasn't taken seriously, just women were shamed for it. It's like, no, this is an art form when people are consenting to it. And, and pornography makes billions of dollars a yeah. year. So go fuck yourself, literally. Pornography is film. Yes. In conclusion, pornography equals film. <laughs> pornography equals film. Yeah. Okay. Should I grab the wheel? Yes. Where is it? Um, it's either on the table or on the floor next to the table, or on oh, the windowsill. <laughs> Grim knocked it over and I never picked it up. Okay. Oh, we have to talk about what we're drinking of. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, Haley. Yes. What are you drinking of this week? Um, This week, of course, our first structured Mm -hmm. pod episode. No brainer. Um, what else? Spring is spring is a common, even though it's supposed to snow next week. I I have a tattoo removal on Wednesday. Yay! hard to in march it's it's the cuckoo uh, clock like, the birds out it's like, what time is it <laughs> something that you're drinking i'm drinking of you maddie oh me me yes y'all just one question yeah what are you drinking of mm. obviously our first podcast as well. I've been very excited for this. Um, shit. Also, the warm weather coming. I'm very excited to start. It, March is hard to find shit to be drinking of. Yeah, it's kind of like a weird transition period. But I'm very excited to start my summer job for the warm weather to come. Oh shit. Wee wee wee. Gonna keep where I work confidential for now. <laughs> Even though a lot of people probably know. Um. <laughs> And 
shit, just like really drinking of, you know, we had our full moon last night. We did oh, a bunch yeah. of manifestations, a bunch of readings. Stuff we do crafts of the up. witch kind. Yeah, we do. We do dabble in the witchcraft. <laughs> the dark arts. <laughs> the dark arts, oh, you know. It's super light and fluffy. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, but I'm just, yeah, trying to focus on really like, or yeah, like keeping my schedule aligned, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to i know we both struggle with our rooms just becoming <gasps> fucking we are currently sitting in my rat nest oh my god the domino there's no dominoes, the dominoes. on the floor or there's anything there's no pizza grease this time yeah, so we've just like taken a step up and garbage but like no my room is like so bad right now so i'm really trying to like clean that keep it clean because i know that will like keep me overall organized as well we gotta do like spring cleaning. Yeah, spring cleaning. That's what I'm drinking of. And you know, just like work, work, work. Not only to make money, but also want to like work on more sets and shit. So, yeah. hey, keep our podcast ready. I think we're both drinking of you, dear yeah, listener. We're both drinking of you, our besties. Cheers to Cheers them. Cheers to that. Let's get a little clean in all right, my spin oh my that God. wheel. So next week, Maddie, Maddie's about to spin the wheel. Mm, 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 and next week, they will be presenting, and I will be the mixologist. I'm so fucking excited. Do you have a drink in mind? No. I have a flavor. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm scared. No. My first wheel spin. All right, ready? Free. You get to pick anything you want. Okay. I feel like other than a guesty. Yeah, we'll see we if the guesty is for. You can only have a guest. Oh shit! Guesty. You get to pick. That's the best. Free one. space. I get to pick literally anything <gasps> in the universe ever. <laughs> wow. Damn. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna have to really ponder on this. My brain's racing right now. Okay. <laughs> Oh, whoa. Yeah. Freestyle. So it's a complete, su- like, oh, that's crazy. It's a complete surprise. You don't even have any inclination Ooh, on it. Oh, shit. Ooh. Okay. I feel like we should end on a cheers. Yeah. We should always end the episode of we're drinking of you and then clink. Okay. God damn it. We did it before. You. Let's do it again. Okay. Well. <laughs> we're learning. We're loving. We're laughing. Yeah. So next week. I will be presenting our information. Haley will be the mixologist. Yay. Thank you for listening to our first official episode. And we will be drinking of you till next week. Cheers.